Yuma daf nun aleph four lines on the top of nun aleph amid aleph. We learned yesterday and we had a brisa chayma bezevach mi betmura the chayma betmura mi bezevach. The brisa said that there are certain chumras in specific carbon that takes place in the original carbon mi betmura over the standard din and the general din of all tmuras, and then there are certain chumras of the dinam of all tmuras that are more chumra than a specific carbon that the brisa was referring to. And the brisa started off over there and said that the zevach that we referring to is the power of the Kayin Gadol on Yom Kippur, and then Rav Sheshis came and explained that we're not talking about the power of the Kayin Gadol, but we're actually talking about the isle, which was an oil of the Kayin Gadol that was brought on Yom Kippur, and that isle of course was a carbon yachid, because the Kayin Gadol, number one, paid for it, and number two, it was an oil, and even though it had certain kapara element to it, but it was only a kapara for a yachid, and therefore, all of those chumras actually apply, and the Bryce explained that what were the chumras that this isle has over Tmura, because the Bryce said, Shazam First of all, that an oil is noyed biyachid, as we saw, benigayed a kain gadol, and benigayed a certain yechidim as well, and it's also noyed betziba. We have a certain carbon called an oil that's brought betziba. Also, it's deichus Shabbos and tuma, because even though it's only a carbon yachid, but it's a carbon yachid that's mane kavur, because it only could be brought on Yom Kippur, and therefore it's deichus Shabbos and tuma. And the last chumr was that it's oisat tmura, that since this carbon oil is a carbon yachid, therefore if the kain gadol actually says, harezu tmuras Oila, if he would say that I want to make a Tmura from this Oila, even though of course it's Asa to do that, and since it's a Deraisa, however, it would actually work because a Tmura could be made from a carbon yachid. But the Gemara now is, according to Aaron, why does he say that the Brisa when it says Zevach was referring to the Isle of Aaron on Yom Kippur? Look at Pesach. Why does he say, talk about the Karim Pesach? The Deichus Shabbos, first of all, the Karim Pesach, of course, is Deichus Shabbos, as we know. The Esa Tumah, it's also Deichus Tumah. If there's Tumah, it's Totra Betiba or Dechuya Betiba, Tmura. And of course, since it's a carbon yachid, it would be able to make a tmura, the carbon yachidu. On that, in response, Kasavar of Sheshis holds, Ein Shechba Pesach al Yachid, is a Shita of Rabbi Yudah in Mesechus Pesach that holds that it says in the Pasach, Loisuchal is Bechas and Pesach, Baachad Sherecha, and he learns out that you can't go and Shech the carbon Pesach, Baachad, which means with one person. And therefore, since it can't come with one person, it has to have more than one person. So therefore, every single carbon Pesach is brought by Shufis, and therefore, it's Ein Oisetmura, as we know, that a carbon that is a carbon that's owned by Shifrim can't be made as a Tmura. And therefore, that's where Rav Sheshis couldn't be talking about a Karm Pesach, and that's why he only said that specifically is going to be talking about the Isle of Iron. Even according to Rav Sheshis, we could be talking about Pesach Sheni because by Pesach Sheni we know it can be brought by a Yachid. And that Gemara says, it can't be talking about Pesach Sheni either because even though it is a Manda Amr Rabbi Yehuda later on that says that even the carbon on Pesach Sheni could be Deich but that sheet is only specifically Rabbi Huda, who's a Das Yachid, and the Rabbanon actually say that Pesach Sheni is not Deichotumah, and therefore we can't explain that the Bryce that we had before is specifically talking about the carbon on Pesach Sheni, and we must say, Zakh Rav Sheshis, that the only carbon that's possible, that actually is something which is Deichot Shabbos and Tumah, and it's also something that's going to be a carbon Yachid, that's going to be Isatmura, can only be referring to the Isle of the Kayin Gadol that's brought in Kippur, which is an Isle, and it's a carbon Yachid, and therefore number one is Deichot Shabbos and Tumah, because it's Malik and number two, it's Isaac Tmura because it's a carbon yachid. Now, prior to continuing with the next Gemara, let's just remember what the Gemara said on Daf Nunam and Alf. There was machlekes between Rameo and Rabbi Yaakov against the Tanakama. Where the Tanakama actually said that every single carbon yachid, the din is that's not Deich Shabbos and not Deich However, a carbon seba would be Deich Shabbos and would be Deich On that, Rameo said that we have a Pariyam Kippur and a Chabiti Kain Gadol and the Karim Pesach, which are all Kabanis yachid and they're all Deich Shabbos and Tumah, and therefore, 
Rameya said to the Tanakama, how can you say that the cloud is based on if something is a carbon tzibah and carbon yachid, that's going to determine if it's doicha Shabbos and doicha Tomo. And in a moment, the Gemara is going to ask that why did Rameya say that the carbon Pesach has a status of a carbon yachid, Lechayr should have a status of a carbon tzibah. In addition, the Gemara before also said that Rabbi Yaakov said to the Tanakama that the Parhelm Davishal tzibah and the Seir of Edishkachon Vichagiga are all Kabbalah tzibah and they are not doicha Shabbos and not Tomo. And therefore, you see that the din of Dechia Shabbos and Tomo is not based on being carbon tzibah or carbon yachid. There must be another shot to why they are not Teich Shabbos, not Teich even though they are carbon tzibah. And once again, in our Gemara, the Gemara is going to ask in a moment, the Lechari, why did Rabbi Yaakov say that the din of Chagiga has a status of a carbon tzibah? Lechari, the Chagiga is brought by every single individual and therefore should be considered a carbon yachid. And in reality, the main question of the Gemara is actually going to be by going and seeing that there's one thing called the carbon Pesach, there's something called the Chagiga, and one of them we're calling a carbon yachid, and one of them we're calling carbon tzibah, they're exactly the same, so either both should be a carbon yachid or both should be carbon tzibah. So Zakhimar, Amalai Ravuna Breda Rabishul Rabba, Rapuna Breda Rabishul says to Rabba, the Tana, the Tana that we just spoke about, which was Rameya and Rabbiakin on Dafnun Amalf, Maishna Pesach to Karli Karman Yachid, why do we call the Karm Pesach a Karman Yachid? And why by Chagiga the Karla Karman Tzibah? Even Shimda Asubikrufa, if it's because that they both come in big gatherings, that the Karm Pesach and the Karm Chagiga were when all Klayusra were by the base of Migdosh and they will bring the Karm Pesach on Yudal Binisan and the Chagiga as well. So Pesach Nami Asubikrufa, then Lukhari the Pesach also should be considered Karman Tzibah because it comes with a big gathering. So the Gemara says, Since the Karman of Pesach Sheni is not brought with a big gathering because it's only for the remnants of Klayusra that were Tommy at that point, therefore the Pesach Sheni is a carbon yachid, and that's why we call all Psachim a carbon yachid. So, if that's true, that a mayor is including when he said that Pesach is a carbon yachid, he's including Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. In Cain, if so, Yehi Deichas is Shabbos and Satumah, then Pesach Sheni should be Deichas Shabbos as well as Tum, because Rameya just said that Pesach is a carbon yachid, and it's something which is Deichas Shabbos and Deichas Tumah. And since those words of Pesach that it's a carbon yachid is referring to Pesach Sheni as well, so it should come out that Pesach Sheni is Deichas Tumah. And we said before that Lefid Rabbanon Pesach Sheni is not Deicha Toma. So Amalei, so Rav responds back to Rav Huna, Breda Rav and he says, In Enechanami, you're correct. Kemad Amadachi, the Ramei is actually going like the Shita Rav Yehuda, that actually Pesach Sheni is Deicha Toma. The Tani, because we have a Braiso, where we see that it's actually Machlekes. Pesach Sheni, Deicha Shabbos, that Pesach Sheni is Deicha Shabbos according to everyone. But the Eno Deicha Toma, the Tanakhama holds it's not Deicha Toma. Rav Yehuda, Aftaicha Toma. Rav Yehuda holds that Pesach Sheni is actually Deicha Toma as well. And the Gemara asks, my time, and what's as far as the between the Tanakama that says that it's not Dechatoma and Rabbi Huda holds that Pesach Sheni is Dechatoma? Tanakama, Amalachot, the Tanakama will tell us, the whole purpose of pushing these people off to Pesach Sheni was because they were Tomei. And now we're going to say that they should bring the Karim Pesach Batoma. It doesn't make any sense. If they were going to be able to bring it Batoma in any case, why don't they just bring it on Pesach Rishon Batoma? Rabbi Huda, Amalachot, Rabbi Huda will respond, Amalachot, the Pesach actually says, you should do it with all the laws of Pesach Rishon. And just like by Pesach Rishon, where Rav of Klai Yisrael was Tomei, they could bring a Betumah. So the Torah Chzir, but now, by Pesach Rishon, we couldn't bring a Betumah because only of me of Klai Yisrael was Tomei. And therefore the Torah said, we'd rather you have an opportunity to bring the Pesach Sheni and bring the Karm Pesach Betaira. But if you're not Zeicha, because by Pesach Sheni, the entire group or Rav of this new group was Tomei, then you could still do the Pesach Sheni Betumah as the Torah doesn't want you to miss out on bringing the Karm Pesach. And Lefi Rabbi Huda, the Torah gave you this cooler that you could even bring the Karm Pesach Sheni while you're tummy. And we turn to the Nun Aleph and Beis. Now, the Chira, 
our Gemara is very choppy because we started off with one Brisa, then we went to another, then we came back to the original Brisa, and now we're going to go back to the original Shiloh that Rebeleza had, Benegay, the power of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, and the Shiloh was, is that considered a carbon Yachid, and therefore the Din would be that it could make a Tmura, or do we consider the power of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur to be a carbon of Shufim, and therefore Tmura would not apply. And now what would be the Svara of the Suffolk? And the Gemara explained this on Dafnun Amabes and said as follows, there is no question that the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur has to actually buy the power that he's going to be using for his carbon on Yom Kippur, and he's the Maktish, and Benegea the Maktish is definitely a carbon Yachid. However, Benegea Tmura, we always look at the Meskapa, as the Gemara says, that Kuli Amamaida, that we look at the person that's getting the Kapara, and therefore over here, the Kohen Gadol, even though he was Maktish and it's his carbon, but he's bringing it, Vechipa Ba'adai Ba'ad Beisai, and for all of the Kayanim. And since he's bringing it for all of the Kayanim, so maybe they're considered Shufim in this carbon, and therefore, since it's a carbon of Shufim, then Tmura would not apply, or maybe even though they're going to get a Kapara, but the Kapara, as the Gemara used the terminology before, it's as if it's floating, and they're just getting Kapara, but they don't have any ownership over here, and therefore, it's considered a carbon Yachid, even B'negei, the Kapara, and the dinner Tmura would apply. So now, in order to bring a Raya to the Tzad of Rebeleza, that it actually is a floating Kapara, and therefore, it is a carbon Yachid, even B'negei, the Kapara, and Tmura does apply, the Gemara wants to bring a Raya as follows. Let's bring a raya because it says in the pasuk benegei the power of Aaron Akoyin that he brings on Yom Kippur the words Ashaloi three times. It says in Achrimois in pasuk Vav it says v'hikrav Aaron is a power chatas Ashaloi v'chipa ba'adav v'adbeisay and then in pasuk Yud Aleph it says Ashaloi twice. It says v'hikrav Aaron is a power chatas Ashaloi v'chipa ba'adav v'adbeisay v'shachar is a power chatas Ashaloi and we learn out that this power has to be brought and paid for by Aaron Akoyin and no one else is allowed to be involved in the payment for this carbon. So we see that it's completely Aaron Akrayan's carbon and has no shaykhs to the Kayhanim, even though they're going to get a kapara. The Tani was very bright, so the Pasuk says Ashaloi, it says it one time, and therefore we learn out, Mishaloi, maybe the Kayan Gadol has to bring it from his own money. Viloi Mishal and it doesn't come from the Mamma of the it doesn't come from the Shkalim. Yachaloi of Mishal maybe it doesn't come from the Siba, Shein and Siba Miskapabai, because they don't have shaykhs to this kapara, because the power only comes for the Aaron Akrayan, as well as for his family and for all the Kayan. But maybe you could go and take money from the Kayanim. Because the Kayanim actually get Kapara. Therefore, it says a second time, it has to be Aaron Akayans completely. Maybe you can't take from the Kayanim. But if he takes it from them, or if he takes from the Tzibah, maybe it would still be Kasha. Therefore, it says a third time, Therefore, it has it a second time to teach us that there's an Ikov that has to be specifically from Aaron Akayan and not from anyone else. And therefore, we should have a raya that the din is that this is a mamish carbon yachid and therefore Tamura should apply because even the Kayanim getting a kapara it's just a floating kapara on that the Gemara says well, if the Kayanim have no shaykhs because they didn't pay it for it how do they have kapara so in any case we're going to have to explain this that the reason why the Kayanim get a kapara is because Aaron Akayan's money is considered like the Torah is saying that it's not Aaron's it's the Afkar it's as if the Torah is saying that the money of Aaron Akayin is Hefka for his brothers, the Kayanim. And that's why this power could have Shaykhs to them and they could get Kapara from this power. So, we're going to say in the same Sephora, but the Gayatmura, we're not going to say that this is a carbon Yachar of Aaron Akayin. And we're going to say that even though Enochanami Aaron Akayin pays from his own money, but it's as if the Torah said that Aaron Akayin's money becomes Hefka and the Kayanim have a Shaykhs to this carbon, and therefore it's not a carbon. 
carbon of a yachid, it's considered a carbon of shutfim, and as the bach adds in, and therefore a Beleza has the second side, which says that in a chanam, the kahanam have a shaykhis in the kapara, and therefore there would not be a din of tmur in this case, and the Gemara ends off without having an ability to be pushed the shaila of Rabbeleza. And we will continue with the new Mishnah. Prior to beginning, let's just understand the space of the Mesopotamia. As we know, when the Kohen Gadol would be walking with the shovel on his right hand that contained the coals that he took from the Mizbech HaPrimi, and he would also have in his left hand the guitars that he filled up from his two handfuls and he put it into the kaf, into the ladle, and he'd walk into the Kodesh, and then from the Kodesh he'd walk into the Kodesh Kedoshim, and then he would take the actual shovel of the coals, he'd place it on the ground in front of the urn, and then afterwards he would take the guitars and place it on top of the coals in order to make it smoke as we learned before. Now, in order to get into the Kodesh Kedoshim, what is the direction and what is the route that he would take, and that's going to be the subject of our Mishnah. But just to keep in mind, between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kedoshim, when you'd walk through it, in the Mishkan, there would of course be a Pereiches, there would just be a curtain. However, in the Beis Amigdash, during Bayez Rishon, there was actually a wall, which was called the Amitraxen. It was a, a wall that separated between the Kodesh and Kodesh Kedoshim, and that wall went from the floor to the ceiling, and the ceiling was 30 Amas high. But that space that the wall took up was a space of an Amma. However, regarding the Bayez Shani, the Pasuk says, that the second base of English will have a greater stature than the first base of English, and therefore they made this height of the ceilings as a hundred Amas tall. And therefore, if you take an Amma deep wall, that would be between the Kodesh and Kodesh Kedoshim, because that had to stay in the same spot. As we know, as Rashi brings down over here, it says in the Pasuk in the Vriyamim, it has to be exactly the same way it was done in Bayes Rishon and Bayes Sheni. Therefore, since it's only an Amma wide, and now, in order to get up to a height of hundred Amas, you wouldn't be able to have that thickness and be able to have a wall that stands. And therefore, instead of having an actual fixed wall made out of stone that would separate between the Kodesh and Kodesh Kedoshim, they replaced that wall with a curtain. And there's a Machlekes, which we'll see in our Gemara, Rabbi holds that there was only one Pereiches that stood at that area, and that Pereiches was what separated between the Kodesh and Kodesh Kedoshim. However, the other Tanayim hold that there were actually two different Pereiches that stood, one at the beginning of the Amathic area, and one at the end of that Amathic area, and that separated between the Kodesh Kodesh Kedoshim, and we'll see in the Gemara, because that Manda Amra and those Manda hold that there was a suffix if that area is considered Kodesh or Kodesh Kedoshim, and therefore we had to make sure that no one would walk in that area, so we wanted to make sure that it was segregated by two different Pereiches with a space of an Amma right between. And what does the word Traxim mean? So Taisit brings down from Rashi, which we'll see on Daphnum Bezom and Aleph, that says, Panem Vichutz, it means track and Sin were two different Loshenis, that means inside and outside, because according to this Manda Amra, it's a suffix, if that area of the Amma Traxim was considered part of Kodesh or part of Kodesh Kedoshim, therefore was called the Traxim, which is a suffix if it's inside or if it's outside. But Taisit says in other terms, that Traxim Malashim Trekugali, that the word track comes from Lashim of closing something up. Because in that area, it's separated between the Kaish Kedashim, and that closed off the area where the Luchas, which were given in Sinai, were actually residing, and that's Lashim of Trek Sin. Trek is from Lashim of closing off, and Sin is from Lashim of Sinai. And we begin with the Mishnah. The Kohen Gadol will now walk together with the coals in his right hand and the Keteris in his left hand, and he'd walk through the Hechel until he gets between the two Perechas, as we just mentioned, that there were two curtains that separated between the Kodesh and Kodesh Kedoshim, called the Am Atraxim, Hamavdilas, which separated Bein Kodesh, Bein Kodesh Kedoshim, or Bein Eim Amo, and between them was an Amar. Abiesi Amir, Abiesi argues, and he says, Loi Hoisesham El Perechas Achas Bavad, it was only in the area between the Kodesh Kedoshim, only one Perechas, Shenem, as it says in the Passover, Bidigayda Mishkan, the 
that you only had a separation of one Pereches between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Gedashim, and therefore in the second base of Midrash, they also only one place, one Pereches between those areas. That showed that there was only one Pereches in the Mishkan, and therefore he had a good time in Rabbanan Lachar, there should only be one Pereches. On that, the Gemara answers, Rabbanan Amir Lachar, Rabbanan will respond, Hani Milu Mishkan, that was only in the Mishkan. That by Migdashani, as we explained, there was no Amitraxin anymore, there wasn't that wall, which was an Amit thick of a Migdash Rishon Hudavai, it was only a Migdash Rishon because the height of the wall was only 30 Amas. But now that in Migdashani, you couldn't place a wall there because the height was 100. Am is tall, therefore, Rabbanan who had a suffix, what is that Kedusha? Ekel Thim, Ekel If that area of the Amma is considered like part of the Kaddish Gedashim or it's part of the Kaddish, and therefore they made two Perechas in order to make that area to be almost like there's a wall there, and therefore that area no one would really walk to because we're not sure if it might be part of the Kaddish Gedashim, and therefore they made it almost like no man's land. And the Gemara will now continue to discuss actually how the Kaddish God would walk through the Kaddish and into the Kaddish Gedashim on which side of the Kodesh would he walk? Now, just as a quick Haktama, before we start this Gemara, let's just point out, everyone would agree that the, there's no question that the Gadol would always walk into Kodesh Kodashim when he was on the north side, on the right side of the base of Mikdash, and that's because that's where the Avedu would start. However, the question is, how do you get into the Kodesh Kodashim on the north side? So according to the Mandama that says that there was only one Perechus, which is going to be the Shita of Rabbi Yesi, as we saw in the Mishnah, then for sure the Gadol would have to walk in to the right side directly, because because that Perechus was open a little bit and was held with clips in order to keep it open and the Kohen would walk directly into the Kodesh Kedashim. However, according to the Tanakhama of our Mishnah, which we will see is going to be the Shita of Rabbi Huda and our Gemara, the Din was that there were actually two different Perechus over there and therefore in order for the Kohen to walk into the Kodesh Kedashim, the Kohen would actually stay closer to the south side of the Kodesh. He would walk along that area as we'll see in the Gemara and then he'll walk through the Perechus on that area. He'd walk within the Amatraxa, which was an empty area between the two Perechas and then he would walk in to the north side of the Kodesh Kodashim once he gets to that area through the second Perechas. Also, let's keep in mind when we learned this Gemara as to how the Kalim that were in the Kodesh was situated. We had the Mizbech which was in the middle closer to the east side of the Kodesh and then the Shulchan on the right side which is the north and the Menorah was situated on the south side of the Kodesh or on the left side and between the Menorah to the wall to the south wall there were two and a half Amis and between the Shulchan and the north side there was also two and a half Amis of space. We learn holds that the Kohen Gadol when he was walking towards the Kodesh Kodashim and towards the Perechus he would be walking between the Mizbech and the Menorah. Of course that's on the south side of the Kodesh. Rameya said the Kohen Gadol would walk between the Shulchan and the Mizbech. Of course that's on the north side of the Kodesh and then he would walk into the Kodesh Kodashim directly from the north side. And others say that the Kohen Gadol would walk not between the Shulchan and the Mizbech but between the Shulchan and the Kaisal because it was two and a half Amis between the Shulchan and the north wall. And the Gemara says, Man Yeshem, who is this man the Amr that just said that he walks between the Shulchan and the Kaisal? Rav Chisra, Rav Chisra says, Rabbi Yesi, it is going like the Shita of Rabbi Yesi that holds that it was only one Preichas and the Amr because Rabbi Yesi holds Pischa Besafen Kai that there was a direct entranceway into the Kaidish Kedashim from the north side and therefore you walk directly along the northern side and between the wall and the Shulchan and you'd walk directly into the Kaidish Kedashim and as Rashi says, because that curtain, which was only one curtain, would be pulled back a little bit and clipped to the side, and therefore there was a direct entranceway into the Kaddish Kedashim. And the Gemara continues and says, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda will respond to that and say that since Rabbi Yehuda 
holds that there were actually two different curtains, and therefore the way that the Kohen God will actually walk into that area that was between the first curtain and the second curtain, which was the armor of empty space, and then go directly walk into that area and then walk into the Tzafin side and get into the actual Kodesh Gadashim, was by going into the first curtain, which was closer to the actual Kodesh, and go into the south side of that curtain, and that's why he says he walk along the south side. But Gemara says, Ramea commands relay. who does Ramea hold like? Nail If he holds a Krabihuda that with actually two curtains, then you should go on the south side. And and if he holds a Krabiesi that there was an extra directly in the north side because there was only one prayers, nail Krabiesi, then Lukhari should go directly between the wall and the Shulchan and go directly into the Kaish Kadashim. So why does Rabbeya say that you walk between the Shulchan and the Mizbeh? Lukhari should be walking either between the Shulchan and the northern wall or between the Mizbeh and the Menorah. And that the Gemara says, he holds a Krabiesi that there was actually only one Parechas. But as we'll see in a moment, Rameya holds that there was actually no space between the Shulchan and the wall. And the reason this is true, because because he'll tell you, Shulchan is Safan Vidar Menachan, because the ten Shulchanists that Shlomim made, and there was one Shulchan on Meshur Rabbeinu, they were situated in a way that they took up the entire area between north and south, as we had Gemaras before, that taught us that, because the entire area of the Hechel was 20 Amis wide, and in the 10 Amis, which was on the north side of the area where you're allowed to keep the Shulchanis, that area was taken up by the Shulchanis that Shlomo Melech made. And as the Gemara explains, and therefore the Shulchanis would take up all that space, and he couldn't go in that area, and that's why he only could walk between the Mizbech and the Shulchan. And others say, really you could say that the Shulchanis that Shlomo Melech made was situated in a way that they were going from east to west, and really, even according to Ramea, there really could have been space that he could walk between the Shulchan and the wall, and go directly into the actual Kaddish Kedoshim. But Ramea held because you're going directly into the house of the Shechina, into the Kaddish Kedoshim, it's not proper to walk in direct line directly into the Kaddish Kedoshim. As Rashi points out, the entire time while you're walking, since the Parech, as we know, was pulled back and it was clipped back in order to make a doorway directly into the Kaddish Kedoshim, and therefore your direct line of sight would be directly into Kaddish Kedoshim, and you continuously have a nah from looking at the Kaddish Kedoshim, and that's why Ramea didn't want you to walk between the Shulchan and the wall, but he told you to walk between the Shulchan and the Mizbech. And Rabbi Nechanan will explain similarly that it's just like when you're going into someone's house, you knock before you enter. Here also, when you're going into the king's house, into Kaish Kedashim, we make sure that you don't go directly into the house, so you walk in a little bit from the side in order to be my dear that you want to come inside, which is a bigger covet for our Kaddish Baruch Hu. Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yesi, that does say that you walk between the Shulchan and the wall. He says, Since we see that Klai Yisrael is so beloved by a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that we don't need a shliach to go and be mispal for us. We could be mispal to Hashem by ourselves. But the Kayin Gadol on Yom Kippur, who's our shliach, also is chav in front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and we allow the Kayin Gadol to go into the Kaddish Kedoshim directly. Now we know that Rabbi Yehuda's shita was that the Kayin Gadol would walk between the Menorah and the Mizbech. So frankly, Rabbi Yehuda Nami nailed by Menorah Lekaisel. You're right, he holds that you have to go on the south side because that is where the entrance was between the two Parechas. However, you should be able to go between the Menorah and the wall. Why does Rabbi Yehuda not allow you to go directly into the Kaddish Kedoshim on the south side. And the Gemara explains this was a practical reason because Meshachim Ma'ani, because between the Menorah and the Kaisal, the smoke of the Menorah would actually cause that that wall would be very dirty and there would be soot of Menorah on the wall and the Kain God would walk between the Menorah and the wall then his Begadim would become dirty and we know that Avodah is Psula, Belich Begadim and therefore the whole Avodah would be possible so we made sure that the Kain God wouldn't walk between the Menorah and the wall but he'd walk between the Menorah and the Mizbech and we will stop over here.